prospect news and analysis. This is Hockey Prospect Radio with Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. It's Hockey Prospect Radio brought to you by Fractal Hockey Consulting. Through an integrated series of best business practices, they design solutions for hockey operations and hockey business operations. Uh, We're continuing to talk about the Vegas Golden Knights prospects with their director of scouting, Scott Luce. Scott, I want to ask you, and we've talked about this player before, but I'm bringing him up again because he's one of my, and I try not to have favorites in the draft because you get biases and you know what it's like. They'll like, they'll come back and kick you in the ass. But Matthias Sapovalov, for me, was one of my more favorite players in the 2022 draft because I look like his size, obviously at 6'3". But what I liked about him is, is like he was so intelligent without the puck and his defensive habits were so mature for an 18 year old kid. It was like watching a 22 or 23 year old player. And it's one of the reasons why I pushed his floor really high on my personal rankings, because I said, okay, maybe the, the ceiling's not there for him to be a top six, but that guy could end up being, a premier third line shut down third line center who can give you points all day long. And then you're going to want him to match up in the playoffs. Talk a little bit about, you know, he said, and he's in a really great situation with Saginaw and, you know, they're going to, they're hosting Memorial cup. So he's going to, you know, they're going to go on a long playoff run. Talk about what he's done the last couple of years in this season and all his international competition twice at the U 18s, you know, two times at the world juniors and he's probably, he's going to go back again. So it's going to be three times. Talk about not only his game and what you guys saw going into a draft, but then, you know, a couple that with all his international success. Cause I think that's really helped his development as well. Yeah. There's no, there's no question. Sapo has got a lot of mileage on him already as a, as a young prospect with all the international experience. Well, the one thing that stood out in his draft year for us is Saginaw is playing a lot of a run and gun style of play. And he needed to be responsible because he wasn't exactly playing with the most responsible guys on the ice. So I think that really helped him pop as a prospect in his draft year because he does have the offensive ability. But what you really noticed was his responsibility and good faceoff work uh, in his OHL season there. Um, that really popped night in, night out for our scouts when they were viewing the guy. They just realized this is a smart two-way guy who has a lot of underrated offense, but is a very, very reliable player. And and coaches have no hesitation to put him on the ice in any situation. And as he's developed, he's really become a a late game guy in regards to if you need that power play point or you need the uh, penalty kill late in the game, he's the go-to guy. And that's where his development is really going to take off this year with uh, Saginaw once they get their pieces together and, uh, you know, host the Memorial Cup. He's going to really shine down the stretch for them. And obviously, you hope he has a good World Juniors this year again. But uh, that, you know, you described him very well. Uh, he just really popped from that defensive point of view. And for where we got him in the draft, we were quite pleased. Well, you also, I look at him, you know, I think internationally. And sometimes, you know, Chechia gets overshadowed because the Americans and, you know, Canadians and the Swedes and the Finns, you know, and the Chechia is not quite as strong, but boy, they're hard charging. They're they're getting much much better, and they're going to be forced to be reckoned with. What I liked about him in in those situations is he got all the heavy matchups um, against the top players, and just his ability to be able to handle that in those situations. It 
to me, it's it's a matter a matter of his mental emotional maturity. When I look for resilience in a player, when they're playing against the hardest lines, the hardest players, how do they perform in those situations? If things go bad, can they forget and move on to the next play and the next shift and not let that bother them? And it's something that really stood to me particularly last year in his game where his mental, emotional resilience, if things went bad, it was just almost like he just had a really short memory, like a memory, like a goldfish. It didn't really matter. He was just going to get back to his habits. Yeah, no, his maturity that way, his mental maturity has really helped him develop as a prospect. I mean, when you look at his world junior numbers, I think he had three or four points the first time. And then last year he was a point of game guy. So I think this year his expectation for himself will be to probably add a little bit more offense. Uh, but at the same time, he knows he's going to be matched up against the heavy hitters. So it'll be interesting to see how he does this year. But uh, I think his his approach mentally to the game and, and not only game to game, but more importantly, as you say, shift to shift, really helps him stand out as a prospect uh, and probably – as he's getting ready to turn pro, will be a little bit mentally stronger than some of the other guys coming into the system at the same time. You know, I think his habits, are the main thing is that's the difference between guys who make the NHL and don't. I've found in conversations I've had with, with scouts is really that their habits and consistently good habits. Um, and I think he has those in spades. And I think this year, like the world, I think what's really going to, grab people's attention and I think because he's been flown under the radars the Memorial Cup and then this World Juniors I think he's going to be more of a household name in terms of you know people really respecting his game and really recognizing his game so you know hopefully maybe us on the show will get some validation for that doesn't happen very often <laughs> most of the time we're eating crow but we'll we'll take the wins once in a while uh want to ask you about Jordan Jordan Gustafson uh, you know and he's another player a centerman I like where he's playing in, in Seattle. I think they do a really good job of developing their players. They have a really strong player development department, um, really strong leadership and coaching in the management. So is it of value to you and your organization knowing that a player like that is in that type of franchise where you, they know, you know, he's going to be taken care of and that you guys have similar, you know, aspirations and, you know, developmental you know, needs as well. So, of course, junior team wants to win and Seattle wants to win, but, you know, they're cognizant of what you guys need to do to help that player as well. Yeah, I think there, I think there is a little bit of truth into that. I mean, it's not a primary aspect that we focus on when we're looking at analyzing the prospects, but I think it's a value-added point when you're looking at a couple of guys on the list and you've got a, a player at an organization where you're very confident in those things that you just mentioned, that that helps out, you know. You know you're going to get a guy that's going to be held accountable, is going to be provided the opportunity to get better physically, uh, mentally, um, you know, being a good billet house, all those things, uh, the good organizations in the CHL, which which most of them are, uh, they, they have those in place. And uh, then it's just a matter of the prospect meshing with everything and, and optimizing the situation. And, you know, with Jordan, the biggest thing is his versatility as a prospect really has him stand out because he's not a, not an overly big player. But he can play up the middle. He can play on the wall. He can play in any situation. I think his versatility is what stood out the most to us uh, in his draft year. And he he's got the high compete, and uh, he complements other skilled players very well. And uh, he's you know just coming back from an injury, so he's off to you know um, I think just under ten games played now. But uh, he's healthy now and, and going. I'm going to see him play uh, in December here coming up. 
And, uh, you know, he's going to have a good rest of the season. There's no question because he brings the intangibles that uh, you had mentioned before. When you look at a player like this, in terms of the draft value, that versatility, that Swiss army knife, where you could foresee him playing in a bunch of different situations at the pro level, you know, maybe a little penalty killing, a little matchup, you know, on a, on a bottom line center wing if somebody gets hurt or you need a different you know somebody can come in and like take a face off because he's a left-handed you know in those situations movement a bunch of different situations how much does that come into factor when because you know you guys know what the coaches want at the american league level and the nhl level is they want guys who can you know they could move guys around and that they don't guys aren't stuck in a pigeonhole that you know they can play a bunch of situations you know, it's, it's a great question and a great statement. Uh, I find and we find as an organization that the kids that have versatility, they know that. And they, I think they know the value of that. And that's one thing that they will speak to at the combine. And then when we interview them is, hey, I, not only can I do this, but I can also do this, this and this. And then obviously we've got to validate that with our viewings. But I think that the, the players themselves understand the versatility because, as you well know, Shane, you know, getting to the American League, establishing a pro identity, if you if you only have one trick pony, uh, you're not going to have much success. you got to be really good at that one trick. But if you've got a couple of different cards in your hand to play, then the coaches can put you in different situations depending on who's been called up, who's injured, so on and so forth. And, and you know, as you well know, the key is to get to the NHL when you're in the American League. And if you have a couple different options on how to play and who to play with in certain situations, I think that's really, really important. And Jordan was the type of player that when we interviewed him, he knew exactly what he was and what he could be. And I think that helps his effectiveness game in and game out. Well, Scott, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Look forward to seeing you at the rink. Take care, Shane. All the best. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back right after these messages. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential, but all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. 
Outside Edge has built a reputation for guiding hockey players toward their potential and provides on- and off-ice development programs for hockey players. Outside Edge Hockey Development operates all programs on the philosophy of quality over quantity. Our strength, skills, and mental coaches understand the demands of the game and use this knowledge to develop strength, speed, and energy systems so our athletes can reach their potential. The Outside Edge programming features KPI-based strength and conditioning programs, skating, and skill development sessions for pro, junior, midget, phantom, and peewee. Contact us today at outsideedge.ca.